Hello friends, welcome to Last Love Lane. This is Series 1, Apollo 11, Mission Out of Control. You are listening to Episode 2. Several years before Apollo 11 took off, Hal Lanning, a computer scientist at MIT's Instrumentation Laboratory in Cambridge, was tasked to design the operating system that would fly men to the moon. His job was to save time by building an operating system that would process inputs and deliver outputs without noticeable delay and to be reliant enough to recover from almost every mode of error. Lanning's colleagues were in awe of him. He worked in an office adjacent to the room that housed two giant mainframe computers. Whenever the programmers got stuck, they went across the hall to interact with Lanning. Those were the times when monitors that displayed computer codes didn't exist. They were instead printed on oversized papers called listings and the programmers will edit them with a marker. Lanning's office overflowed with these papers. He is not new to doing remarkable things with computers. In the 1950s, Lanning had devised an assistant called George, which helped inspire Fortran, paving the way for most of the major computer programming languages used today. Working on Apollo, Lanning determined that each program in the Apollo operating system would be assigned a priority number. Jobs like guidance and control would be given low priority numbers and data requests from astronauts were given high priority numbers. Lanning designed it in such a way that both ran parallelly in a single central processing unit while allowing the higher priority jobs to interrupt low priority ones. One concern about Lanning's scheme was that too many interruptions might clog the CPU, like a juggler throwing too many balls in the air. Charles Munz Lanning's protege devised a solution he called restart protection. If far too many numbers of jobs were sent to the processor, certain protected programs would dump their data into a memory bank. Their processor queue would then reset and the computer would restart immediately, resuming only the protected tasks and abandoning the rest. Once Munz's team was finished, the operating system was assembled on a mainframe. Error 1202 meant that the processor was overloaded and that Lanning's scheme had forced a restart. Months before the Apollo 11 launch, computer scientists had triggered numerous restarts in simulation and every single time the operating system had successfully preserved the critical data. Armstrong and Aldrin didn't know that. There were dozens of possible error codes and the astronauts hadn't memorized them all. Some could be overridden with a go command, others called for an about. It was up to the people at Mission Control down in Houston to make the call. When Mission Control heard Armstrong's tense request for information, a well-rehearsed sequence of events played out. 
the handwritten table of error codes were reviewed by mission specialist Jack Garman and Russell Larson. They confirmed that error 1202 meant the computer had managed to save the lander's navigation data before malfunctioning. The instruction back to astronauts was a go. But what if the computer continued to behave unpredictably? Let's find out in the next episode. This story was first published in wired.com.